The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. The following podcast may contain some strong language. Parental discretion is advised. The Security Box Podcast 173 HHS only gets involved when it's ransomware. Recorded Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Happy Holidays from all of us at the JRN. Hello folks, welcome to podcast 173. This is going to be the last podcast of the year as it comes to live programming. Don't worry, we'll continue to blog things of importance and I'll look through our podcast notations for some good things and put out a final podcast of the year. Our next live program will be on January 3rd, 2024. On this edition of the program, we'll have our news and notes segments, The Moron, Two Things to Ponder, which are extended versions, and of course, our topic dealing with the HHS and their fine on an agency who got breached and had ransomware. Our two things to ponder are one in four Americans are making this costly mistake and a very interesting email on a domain and the question will be did the JRN go two for two on domains that should not be a little bit of that will be live but I'll explain the email I got the domain where it went and the questions that came to my mind. We hope you enjoy the program as much as we have bringing it to you, and we want to wish you a very happy holiday season. And if things change in regards to the schedule I left above, we will be posting it through our social media channels and the 986 The Mix listeners list. Have a happy holiday season. The podcast 
recorded Wednesday, December 13th, 2023, is coming right up. Jared's shop. May I take your order for a username and password? The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes, sir. Usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop. Well, that sounds lovely, but I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. Well, sorry, sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data, all for sale right here, right now. At the asking price of at least $100. Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as audio book files from the library, maybe some backups of some other stuff, and if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people, and they only have the capacity of receiving them through flash drives, so I need blank ones. Well, sorry, sir. But we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more can be put on these drives, but at a premium cost. Sorry, sir. I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box.
everybody. Welcome to the Security Box, our last official live taping for 2023. I am Jared Reimer, and uh, we may have one more live program, but it depends on what the crew wants to do. We were talking about uh, doing a particular topic, but I also thought about going through and putting together a podcast of some of the more interesting from the last 50 plus episodes so nothing is set in stone uh, but I do know for sure that this is the official last taping so that's what I said in the intro that you will hear for the podcast we've got two extended uh Uh, pieces of information for you in regards to things to ponder and I've decided not to play the first one until after this particular file is done and then we'll play the second one after we are scheduled to get off the air and before our music set Please excuse any background noise. I have assistance here today as they were unable to make it yesterday. If you are listening in Clubhouse, I have put in the jaredtech.help link to the blog and uh, that you can then go in and see what is of interest. It has been a very interesting time weather-wise. It's uh, We've had wind advisories, fire weather watches, the whole bit. But we are here, and so is Mr. J over there in Santa Barbara, California. Mr. J, hello. Oh, hello. Yep, I was in the wrong window, so I unmuted but didn't unmute anything until now <laughs> so uh, we got the braille fixed uh, it was partially uh, the way that the uh... oh hey hey we may have a scammer let's see Call from Jackson. oh it's not yeah. a scammer nope nope not a scammer not not yet Boy, wouldn't that be fun? We can really have some fun with them. But we definitely uh, uh, got things fixed. And uh, first I thought it was a, a file error of some sort. So... I'm happy that everything was working. We definitely have a lot of uh, items that could be talked about. 
And did the the, the bigger question is going to be, did the JRN go two for two in takedowns? I actually think the answer is yes. We'll talk about it, although we will have a full ordeal coming up, as I said, toward the end of the program. We have one very interesting moron, although I think think it's more qualified as a set of morons. But first... Let's see what people have thought of the various things we've posted to the blog, the list, anything else. You can email or iMessage me, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. And, uh, of course, that's how you can get a hold of me. Starting (coughs) next year, we're going to start documenting a lot of our, um, longer reads just because they might be of value I think the thing that really still gets me today is how online uh, activity when it comes to children not necessarily the activity children do online but what companies are doing especially those in the social media realm um, uh, the the companies need to really get their act together Uh, right now, the top blog post reminds you of some of the diatribes I've gone on. Uh, and while the state legislatures aren't waiting, some of the legislation has been struck down, others have been upheld. But of course, we've got COPA, the the uh, Child Online Privacy Protection Act, which I feel is the thing to use, but nobody enforces it. Uh, there was yet another article that came out that started me in my tirade all over again. And, of course, COPA might be somewhat outdated, but that's when you change the law. And, of course, 
there are different variations of the COPA law in different countries, but it seems as though whenever it feels like getting enforced is when it does, and all they do is uh, fine them for some millions of dollars. And of course, we know social media can make that back in no time because we are the product on social media. So, we po- covered children on podcast 67 of this very program. And of course, I meant to put two name and shame TikTok, but it came out of ton, but that's okay. But uh, now it sounds like the government uh, social media uh, companies are finally sending uh, social media uh, 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 social media people to testify to the government at some point next year. The article says the end of January. And of course that could probably be a great start except that this has been an ongoing problem oh probably about five six seven eight years now and of course we haven't really gotten much anywhere you know facebook's probably been fine a few million from various agencies uh, TikTok got slapped, but they didn't really, uh, that didn't really hurt their uh, bottom line any. But if COPA's out there to be followed, it's high time that you, the company, should start following the law. Oh, wait. You want to, you just want to track as much as you can and you don't honestly care. This article comes from Malwarebytes, I'm talking about, and is titled Social Media Giants Testified Over Failing to Protect Kids. It's got tons of links. And as I said at the end of this bit of a diatribe, if we have to follow the law, you should too. So right now, as we are recording, that is the top post on the blog. Well, Google, although not security related in this way, has had some 
drive issues, and apparently they quote unquote fixed. Oh, the they're issues. in they're in a heap of trouble for that. <laughs> and they, for all intensive purposes, uh, are in a whole lot of trouble for that. They closed their forum. And they're not allowing anybody to yap anymore, and they're basically saying, we fixed it, go away. But the issue is still there. People are still mysteriously losing files. And the quote-unquote fix, as was reported, not solving the problem. So, welcome back to the program. Uh, I did, did you hear my uh, little talk there on our first article, which has been the top article? I did, and yeah, I've got to agree. I mean, it's, it's a start, but yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be difficult because, unfortunately, as we've said before, children and all of us are the product. Well, I mean, there isn't really anything we can do about us. No. But you're not supposed to be tracking children. That's the law. Right. You are not supposed to be tracking them without their consent. Why do you think I, you know, talk about Menvi all the time? When a 16-year-old child signed up without a parent, I wanted to make sure we were following the law. Right. We're based in the United States. We are an entity, and we must follow the law, even though there's not really one headquarter. Mm-hmm. For the for the agent for the entity. And speaking of uh, U.S., how about that diatribe on the U.S. government? We are not responsible for the content. The, of speaking of text messages and push notifications. Uh, yes. Uh, how about that diatribe on the uh, particulars of the U.S. government uh, snooping on us through push notifications? Push notifications. I mean, that's that's a worthy diatribe. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter that I'm not using some weird shady app that's pushing equally questionable notifications that should draw the attention of law enforcement. It's just the fact that what I ordered and the message I received I on WhatsApp, to. yeah, and who I—that's t- what I'm saying. My business, yep. not U.S. governments. Yeah. Um. 
Let me have you take the reins for about two minutes while I run downstairs and do something. Um, as my help just left and my uh, one of my things is done. And talk about your thoughts on what we're going to be talking about later. Did I actually win or not on the latest email that I got? So I'm going to step away a moment and allow you to talk for a couple of minutes about your thoughts on it. And then you can highlight it for me when I get back. But go ahead and talk about that bit of a diatribe while I step away for about a couple of minutes. Now that was definitely I'm not even sure though I mean I'm not sure if it would rival the one we just spoke about with social media but it would come pretty darn close and this was a rather questionable email I would say from an equally questionable organization, and I think that you hit all the right points that really just give this away as a scam. Now, it is true. Somebody could easily, as you said, and as you will be saying, Somebody could easily fall for this, and you will all see what it is that we're speaking of. But... All right. Uh, So, I am back. Oh, wow. Okay, that was fast. (laughs) I said said I'd be be, uh, back within a couple of minutes. I just had to... Switch some things, but uh, hey, no problem. The uh, you were saying that you found it very interesting. I did. And uh, we'll we'll mm-hmm. get into you guys hearing that in full. Uh, did you talk about my diatribe I actually sent to the group? Um, I, I touched on it, but I I mentioned that as well. Cause I thought you kind of, I mean, I tried not to give too much away, but you kind of have to, I think mention okay. both because <laughs> they're, they're pretty well tied together. I mean, in a good way, but still, and by the way, that audio file, that second one, much better. Yes. I knew that. Although it's a lot longer. It is, but. That's, I mean, I think it's worth it, though. So I'll tell you the answer in regards to whether the Jared Reimer Network won or not. The domain in question, which you'll learn later, seems to be gone. So to answer that question, I would say the answer is yes. So I think the answer is yes. I think I won. Now am I gonna buy the? Am I gonna go out and buy it? 
<laughs> There's no reason not. to. Probably not. At least not this domain. Yeah, no reason to. And what did you think of that domain? <laughs> that just looks so weird. <laughs> Why would you trust anything from a domain like that? And then when I clicked on it and I looked at some of the info they had, it's interesting that, like you said, I think they had an outdated address. <laughs> It could have been a, a complete address. But then the phone number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really a legitimate phone number that all of us dial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I get that all the time. What a diatribe! Now, now, if that was supposed to be a diatribe, that was that should be the diatribe of the year. You know, I don't know. It and Experian have a. I don't know. They'd be tied. I think. Your diatribe on Experian. Oh, Experian. <laughs> yes. And I was talking in my in the intro that this was going to be the last official live taping, but we were talking about possibly doing another taping or me going through some of the biggest stories and putting out a, a separate podcast. We haven't figured out what mm-hmm. we're going to do yet, but uh, I do want to at least put out one more. Uh So, so, uh, oops, I put the wrong domain in there. It's not clearcookies.com. It was clearingcookies.com. Oops. I just noticed that. Dynadot was actually very helpful. Um, I went to go submit it under one category, and I got a blocking message from uh, their provider, and I let them know, and they submitted it. They helped submit it for me, and uh, they they were very helpful. Now, you want to know what was funny about that email? They told me the domain expired, but yet they sent it to my domain. Now, the last time I checked, um, domains, when they expire, they don't allow you to receive email. So, how was that supposed to work?
I'll talk about more more about that in our second uh, things to ponder, and you can come back and let me know what you think. What else in the landscape that uh, came across the late radar besides ex- experience? Stupid ass. I don't think they'll ever learn no. any of them. I, I don't. Any of well, them credit bureaus. This was something that was posted to a list that I'm on that really does not normally deal with technology, so I thought that was a little odd in itself. I don't think they quite reported on this correctly. Because what they were reporting was that somehow there was a hack of Amazon and people were now having extra addresses added, um, like the Amazon hub locations slash pickup. But, Hmm, yeah, I... I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I, I think... I don't know how that happened and, you know, the exact details, but I don't think it's a hack. I don't have anything, so... No, I think if if it were a hack, that would be front page news for three weeks straight. Given and, just it would how... be, and the group would be... Uh buzzing on it so yeah given just how popular amazon is and how many people use it and just the size of that company that yeah yeah so i don't know what happened Speaking i mean I, of buzzing mm-hmm. tw- 23 and stupid yes <laughs> i mean me <laughs> Want to talk about a stupid fucking diatribe? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're not hacked. Well, then, how is it exactly that these millions of credentials are out there now? (laughs) There could have been credential stuffing. Okay, I might give you that. But how did it turn out that, that, uh, where where did they say? Oh, uh... You're, you know, we don't know. We we weren't hacked because, uh, you know, you're, uh, I, not necessarily. It wasn't called an identity. What they call it? Your, your. What was that? Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. So it was like your profile name or something. It wasn't like it wasn't a, like your name, but it was like a, it was like part of your identity somehow. Right. Display, display something rather. Yeah. And oh, not only dis- that, but they but they mm-hmm. lost six point nine, five point eight million. Uh, supposedly, if you signed up for their, you know, service uh, for uh, determining relatives, uh, a lot of that day, uh, five point four million of you, not five point eight, five point four million of you were susceptible to that while 
um, the rest were credential stuffing and uh, display name and various other uh, things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. Oh. How about another really scary one? How about logo fail? Oh, um, it's actually... Uh, I actually heard about that through the CyberWire. The CyberWire on December 7th. Um, they talked about it, and it is basically one of these that... If they get into your machine and you go to reboot, it can, in theory, change your logo and run exploit during the boot process and basically arm your machine. Yep. We are not responsible for the content of the message. And what about Tipalti? Alf V, otherwise known as Black Cat, was starting to contact their customers because uh, Tipalti themselves aren't being, aren't paying. So they're going to contact the likes of Roblox, Twitch, uh, well, uh, what else here? Oh, um, it was supposedly 256 gigs of data. And uh, we have a data breaches article and a bleeping computer article. Zip Recruiter. Twitter, formerly known as, uh, uh, now known as X. Uh, Roku, GoDaddy, Twitch, and Canvas. So, it's not like Twitter hasn't had enough problems already. I mean, they're pretty much uh, irrelevant anyway, as far as I'm concerned. So, you want our data? Uh, that's fine. I know a bunch of people who've posted their own personal information out there on, on a regular. I'm not overly concerned about it just because I don't do that. I mean, I did it for a short time, but only at one place, as, I, as I've mentioned before. But that was so long ago that that doesn't matter. So if you want it, you can have that public place. Uh... So yeah, they're they're starting to contact all these other companies because the main one isn't saying anything. 
And we know Black Cat by name because they're like some of these others who take in responsibility for you know some of the largest breaches that we've ever known. Not all of them, but some of them. Uh, so read them both if you're interested. Well, Spotify is to lay off about 17% of its workforce. I mean, they did buy out Anchor, so I don't know what that means for Anchor now. I hope I don't have to go back to my own RSS feed because that really doesn't work. That script is out of date and I don't know of a replacement. Cold Fusion, the Windows-based platform for form processing and other uh, programming that it is able to do, pretty much got owned. So if you're running that, then please make sure that you are as up-to-date with that as possible. Um, it goes back to various different versions uh, for the last several years. And now I think it's time for our stupid, useless uh, moron award. I would agree. And uh, I'm about there on the blog. So let's huh. Oh hold on. Uh let's uh actually do something I haven't done yet. Um where is how do I do this here? Uh Audio effects? Is that where I go here? I, yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, cool. audio effects. And then local file. Uh-huh. And then we're going to load... Uh, this file, where is it? There it is. I got it. Awesome. Now, <laughs> there may be multiple involved, but the moron of the podcast talks about a group who stole a car and other things, but then turned and I uh, returned, uh, sorry, returned an iPhone. Go figure, right? Well, what in the show notes? What they thought was an iPhone. What they thought was an Android phone. They wanted an Android. Really? Because I. Okay, you could be right. I, I think I may have misread then, because I thought it was the other way around. In a very short article. Thieves in, in 
masks stole things out of someone's pocket. They gave oh they gave the phone back because it was an Android. Yes. Um, they were looking for an iPhone. So yep. maybe there is something about the security of the thing. Think these mass people should have the more out of the podcast to read the story from 9 to 5 Mac. This article title is Thieves Returned Stolen Android Phone After Thieves After Realizing It's Not an iPhone. We don't want this. Is the article title? Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for that. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> really? Now, how about this diatribe? This is slick. Yeah, that's that's definitely timely, not, unfortunate. Not my best work for a diatribe, but yeah. So the bank so in this particular story the bank in question which was not named their phone number was spoofed. Mhm. Uh My brother just got hit with a re- really insidious bank scam Selena Larson boosted. Spammer scoops caller ID. Oh, it was it was mentioned from it, it was Citibank. Yep. Real online banking phone number. And tell him quote there was a fraudulent Zelle transfer from your account. Call Zelle at this number. Fake Zell rep confirms yeah. fake case number that fake city gave them. Dazzles was still more bullshit. Yeah. And gets him to actually transfer money them under some plausible sounding quote fix. 
pretext. I won't read anymore, but City says they're investigating, and this is the first time they have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it goes on, and there's an article on this. Now, what do I keep telling you on this podcast? Hmm, well, there are quite a few different things, but... Uh... Let me. Well, actually, ahead, I was gonna. Please, I'm actually needing to do something with my credit card because I forgot to fix something. So, uh Uh-oh. before I get billed and have problems, I need to fix something. Uh oh. So what yeah. I was going to say is, and this is something that I thought was actually tied into the last one of the last articles we talked about, twenty three and stupid. And it's not just you, if it's what I'm thinking, who's saying this. It's also security researchers, other experts, saying, do not reuse the same passwords. That. Keep going. Because, as we just talked about, quite a number of those were involved in that credential stuffing attack piece. And what else should you know in case you do get duped into answering the phone and they're saying, you've got this charge of whatever, whether it's Zelle, PayPal, Walmart, what have you. What else? Well, one of the things you should know or what's should... number one in our what's number one in our in our uh, first of two uh, things to ponder let me help you out a little oh, bit oh that's right that's right check your bank account go online check your bank account did you actually make that withdrawal that they claim you're making or did you actually you know was is there actually even a charge that they say is on your account <laughs> so check your darn bank account people good in fact Funny you should mention oh, yes. that, because I've been getting a few of these. They're definitely scams, but they're you know things like auto automatic payment confirmed and you know this and that and there's some supposed invoice. But yeah, every time I look on um, my bank account and look at my credit card that doesn't seem like there's any such thing now isn't that interesting hmm 
<laughs> so what else uh, um, did you uh, find out of uh, item number one that we'll be playing uh, after we're done with news notes in the landscape? I... I've got to say, I, I, I have to agree. There's, there's a huge mismatch. You know, people say they're aware of these things. And for that many to still be duped, I, I find that very disheartening and depressing. I mean, yes, it could be worse, but that's still too high. Well, it's 93% of us say we understand and we know what we're looking for, but 27% still fall for it. Yeah, that's just, that's too high. It should be seven. At least. I mean, yes, they are very sophisticated, a lot of the people who run these operations, but at the same time... If you understand that this exists and you're aware of it, then you, unless you, there is the possibility that you fall for a really, really slick one, like the one we were just talking about, but that just doesn't make sense otherwise. So I write, I only document that the first will be cross-posted to the security hour um, to play at their discretion. However, both are good and both are extended. So remember I was saying that our things to ponder should be somewhere between 2 to 10 minutes. This first one is 18 and the second is 21. That's why we're going to not play the first one first followed by all of our news because we did sort of talk about both in news for Mm -hmm. various reasons but I think we should break them up one after this and the one after we go off the air yeah and before our music set I think that's a good idea so the first talk about the scams. I should have said the first talks about, but I forgot the S. Oops. The first talks about the scams, even though 93% of us can know what they are and 27% can't spot them. So when 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 it's happening, they don't realize they're they're about like you know, and that's what we're talking about right now. Yes. And that's why, like, I always, I mean, even though I bought Uber Eats yesterday, and I bought Uber Eats last week, and I bought, you know, maybe Uber Eats the week before, you know, and I've been spending a bunch of money, I'm always making sure that there's no other oddities that I'm not aware of, because my stuff's already out there. Right. Now, our second thanks to Ponder is thanks to an email that was received through Menvi. Can the JRON go two for two in takedowns of domains in some way? 
I guess we'll see. Now, that's at the time I wrote it, but I think the answer is yes, because I went uh, back, because when I did this diatribe the second time, uh, I couldn't even get to the page so I could talk about the invoice Yeah, that I was supposedly going to pay, or going to need to pay. And the other question, Nick, going to the second one, can mm-hmm. you tell me why I received an email at Menvi when the domain quote expired? I don't have an answer for that. Uh, because if, that's not how that works. Yeah, if it's it's just like those scams that you get from just in the phone world somebody f- claiming to be AT&T or Verizon or whatever carrier calls you and says your account has been suspended. Well, that's interesting. How exactly are you calling that's me if my account You're calling you're call Yeah, I was going to say you're calling me on my number. How's that supposed to work? Yeah, if my account's you know, if my account is is supposedly suspended, how are you calling me? Yeah. So I that was my first red flag. Wait, uh huh? I'm not supposed to pay for that stupid domain until next week. Okay, it's not a stupid domain, but No, but I'm not I don't mean it that way. No. Well, for me, there was another red flag, but it wasn't that one. What was it for you? The domains and the websites where they wanted you to go looked very much suspect. They didn't look like, you know, Namecheap, GoDaddy, places you'd actually go for this kind of thing. They, they That's just the looked... price. <laughs> and I'll tell you because you can't go there now um, but the price they wanted for one year for me to renew the domain oh, and there other oddities that they wanted me to pay for oh yeah like pay one for... of them was I remember like that $135 pay for... charge to protect me from this and a $35 charge to protect me from that. And one of them was like, I mean, I looked at this and, and like, cause this is my job, right? I'm looking yeah. at it and I'm going, wait, uh, most of this doesn't apply to domains. No. And I don't remember all of them. And that's why I wanted to go back and look. I should have taped that stupid diatribe in gold wave at the same time I was taping it into the group because uh, I went to go take that and put it in because that's what I was initially going to use and it sounded like shit. Yeah. So. That was, although I don't, I don't remember if the diatribe talks about it in there. But there, there, there were some very in, interesting questions, and they had the about page, and it brings up this like dialogue type page, and it 
and it talks about how we you know we want your you know dom you know domain to be the best it can be and and we're we're here to assist and you know it was it it was a nice little about page yeah and then it's like contact us and they have an address in Oregon and then their phone number and I'm like uh this has got to be no and let me go it, look up this domain and let somebody know that this is crap. Not only that, it had an address to Oh, mis- and the other mm-hmm. thing, sorry, the other thing I noticed was, you know how in some of the emails, in the legitimate ones, they'll say, having trouble clicking on links? Well, here's the link. Yep. This thing had that. Yep. And that stupid fucking disclaimer. Oh, that was another giveaway. This is clearly written by somebody overseas, like that, but not exclusively limited to or something. It was some very awkward phrasing. No, it was like if you don't renew your domain, we're not we're not uh, responsible for any lost backups, any data, lost business. Um, you know, and it goes on on that type of diatribe. Right. That's not how disclaimers are written. No. And then I forget what it said at the bottom, but uh, that that was a dead giveaway too. There were a lot of there were a lot of uh, things that just. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. Just seeing the email was the first mistake. Right. Because I already knew the domain wasn't due to expire till next month. Uh huh. But I already shoved money up Namecheap, and Namecheap will take that next week. So, uh, again, uh. Who won? The JRN or these guys? I, w- I wonder what they're thinking right now. <laughs> Where'd our website go? Wait, what happened? This worked fine yesterday. Although, unfortunately, knowing these people, they've just moved right on to... Domain number 755,000 that they've registered. Clearingcookies.com. Yes. <laughs> I just had to laugh. Oh, I got one too. This is the first I've seen. Uh, yes. Because usually they go for Prime or Hulu or Huiu or Netflix or Netflix. <laughs> Well, today I got a spam that was that was telling me that my Sirius XM subscription had expired. <laughs> Actually, I so just got a... an email from Sirius XM talking about their new app. Oh, Coming funny! Soon. Now that I haven't gotten. Um, hmm. Well, I'm a subscriber. Um, but um, 
Yeah, you'll hear more about that, and then you can email me at J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. Let me know if you would fall for any of these. I'm curious. I'm not going to judge you. That's not what we're here for. We're here to teach. You know, we're here to tell people about what's going on. And um, that'll be coming up toward the end of the program. But I allow people to talk about them here because if you know about it and you've read it, you're you're allowed to voice your opinion. And uh, that thing just rubbed me the wrong way in in every way. Mm-hmm. Talk talk about getting fucked. Yeah. Uh. I got nothing out of that deal. No. <laughs> Is there anything else on the blog that, uh, or the list? Actually, there is. Um, just a few things that kind of tie together. Apple has been pushing out a lot of updates to tvOS, iOS. I need to blog those. I didn't get to, but yes, we have those. And then the no CVE assigned. Oh, I that leads think... to a backdoor. Remember that article? Oh yes, uh, the WordPress one, I believe. Yeah, PSA, fake CVE. Phishing scam puts users into installing a uh, a uh, backdoor plugin, which basically owns your WordPress. Yes. And and you can't find the user because it's hidden in your user interface of WordPress. Nice going. Yeah. Well. Another milestone. Oh, and, uh, have... and our favorite, Bitcoin trending up, but investors says don't buy, says KNX. Oh, yeah. I have noticed the crypto people have been awfully silent. And now we're pretty much caught up, but go ahead, list or otherwise. Okay. So... Another thing, I think we might have mentioned this, but uh, this is just a nice milestone for Troy Hunt and Have I Been Pwned, just that it's a decade old, and I just love the just the great story behind it. That was an excellent article, and now Kim is talking about uh, those of us who run websites. I actually saw it in the newsletter today and a Kim Commando Minute some weeks ago, a website called Have I Been Squatted? Oh. Um, oh. So we're going to go take a look at that, and if it meets what we're looking for, it wouldn't surprise me during uh, our time off uh, when I go through books and make sure that we have you know everything marked, which I think we finally do. Uh, we'll be adding books, resources, all kinds of things to TSB. 
We'll continue to blog. All right. We'll if we've got something big, we'll do a podcast. But I, do you honestly think we should? This should be the last program. I know we were talking about doing credit card um, 101, not not the way we did it in in uh, October slash November, but a full blown. Here's how this works. Have somebody go through and charge. Talk about what it says. Me talk about what it says as a receiver. You know that type of thing. But because uh, Terry posted that to the group last Saturday, yeah. mm-hmm. but I haven't heard anything from the group, so I don't know if that's what we want to do, or if I should just do a year in review, uh, see if I could find some of the best uh, content. Oh, just PSA. Be aware. Talk about it. PSA for everybody um, who still owns AirPods. There's um. Depending on what model you have, there is an update. There is, and you'll get it when you put on your air when you put them on, and it will go and pick them up the way I understand how that works. Yeah, that's you can't what do I anything understood. about it. Mm-hmm. But and... uh, what else in the landscape? Well, I mean, we kind of already hit on this, but TV 17.2 is now no longer going to have, I think it's a separate movies and iTunes. Yeah. It's going to be all in TV now. All in TV. I mean, just a small change, but... You'll notice. Yeah, it is a smart change. Yes. Yes, Mr. J. All right, from what I'm seeing, I think we've pretty much covered what's there. Alrighty, so is it time for people to learn about the one in four, uh, uh, one in four, uh, let's see, what's the name of this file here? Let me go back a file here. It's called one in four Americans are making this costly mistake. We talked about it a little bit, but now, folks, it's time for you to sit back. You can take us with you. But it's time for our first of two things to ponder. And we will be back right after it. Right here on the security box. This is program number 173. I'm Jared Reimer, 98.6 The Mix, Blue Streak Radio, and across the Jared Reimer Radio Network. One in four Americans are making this costly mistake. Recorded December 7th, 
information is going to be presented to both the security hour for future airplay and a things to ponder as it is very very important based on the length of this particular file we will determine for TSB when it will play whether it will be first before the main hour of news notes in the landscape or afterward that determination will be made at podcast time with that being said kim commando sends a daily newsletter and at the day of recording it is december 7th 2023 the title for the top story is how good is your scam radar now i might have seen this on kim's website and we will double check to make sure that we can get an article or i'll blog amusing about it regardless you'll be able to search scam on the blog and find it so the question again is how good is your scam radar the first paragraph if you take nothing else out of this talk is something you need to be aware of she writes this number nearly blew me away nearly 93% of Americans especially those who are adults can detect a scam and prevent it but yet 27% have been a victim of a scam at some point. Now, I didn't read it <coughs> word for word, but you get the idea. And I agree with Kim, there is a bit of a disconnect so Kim herself has written many articles and you can go to email hostsecurity.com and click on our resources page there you will find various articles where Kim could have fallen for some and she describes some of these 
and gives images on some of the emails she has received at the time of article writing. <clears throat> there are three different problems, or maybe four, I forget now. I read it, but we'll parse through this together, which is why I said this might be a little lengthy. Problem one, in a city survey, 55% of folks say that their, their institution that they do business with for their bank is a trusted scam authority. So they say that they will protect you. But did you actually know that you have to do your own due diligence as well? My father didn't necessarily scold me, but yet he did say, quote, you don't need to check your credit card statement. Wait until it comes in the mail and look at it then. While I only lost a little bit of money due to an issue at a particular company I no longer do business with, I could have lost more. And while he is no longer living, I still do the same practice today. 33% of people don't do this basic adulting task, says Kim. In this community that I serve, I believe that the number is higher than the 33% of respondents in a citywide survey. And if they happen to do the survey in my city, I wasn't surveyed and asked questions. Now the fix. Sign up for fraud alerts that come by text or email. You can do this through your bank or online institution's website. If they offer free credit monitoring, says Kim, sign up for that. Or you can use Credit Karma, spelled credit, as in C-R-E-D-I-T, and then the next word is karma, K-A-R-M-A. Number two in this list, Americans polled say that they're familiar with standard scam and phishing. 
at 54% and bank impersonation 51%. So we know that these are the biggest targets, right? Phishing is this generic term, but then there are many signs now of these things. <clears throat> On the other hand, Kim writes, 13% couldn't identify any of the 14 common scams presented to them. Now, I'm not ever going to say that I'm perfect, but I never have called any number that I've gotten by email claiming that this account's going to expire in 24 hours or you need to click on this link or your email address is going to expire in 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever they want to tout at you. One of those actually came to email host security as email host security was used as one of those websites. I tell the story at emailhostsecurity.com of how that website came about. All right, so they told me my email account was going to expire in 24 hours, but yet they used my contact form. And then I went to the website, determined what I determined, wrote up a blog post, sent it to somebody, placed a phone call, and eventually the domain was discontinued. It was terminated. It was suspended. It was deactivated. And then I turned around and bought it. So you can confidently go to emailhostsecurity.com and learn about this tool. Now, it isn't rocket science, but a little common sense goes a long way. And in the email Kim links to four signs to look for and this comes from the FTC this is the United States's Federal Trade Commission's scammers pretend to be from an organization you know such as Walmart Apple Amazon Etsy PayPal, uh, Target, 
any type of business you might specifically have some form of relationship with. Even maybe a company you've never heard of, but they'll claim that they're from this company. The second item, say there's a problem or a prize. Pressure you to act immediately and tell you to pay in a specific way. And I'll tell you that those ways may include gift cards or other forms of payment you may or may not be familiar with. If you get a shady feeling, Kim says, chances are it's probably a shady dealing. Number three, 71% of adults who fell victim of a scam had issues financially as it did a number on their financial health. And it could have a setback in savings. They could even have a lowered uh, credit score and deeper debt. So if you did pay a scammer, Notify your bank and then block the actor or crook. Don't give them any more money. Take screenshots of the fraudulent activity and I would notify your bank that you made a mistake and you didn't realize until it was too late that it was a scammer. You could file a report with your local police department or at tips.fbi.gov. So what if I gave them my social security number? You can go to identitytheft.gov and learn more about what you could do about that, including monitoring your credit. They stole my bank account or credit card information. Contact your bank or issuing institution. Tell them about it. They'll issue you a new card. My computer was hacked. My computer itself didn't get hacked. But we know that browsing the internet may come with some interesting things. Or I see something and I want to download it to see if Malwarebytes will pick it up or run it through VirusTotal. It recently said I had six threats. But none I've never ran. And you should update your security software, a scan, and 
uh, make sure that you delete anything found. Kim says change all your passwords, which might not be a bad idea. And set up two-factor authentication where it is there. Freeze your credit if you gave someone your DOB, otherwise known as your date of birth. So, please trust your senses. If you know something doesn't feel right, then act on them. Don't give someone something because something doesn't feel right. I've always said, you are welcome to donate to the Jared Reimer Network. And I've always given the URL to jaredreimer.net slash donations.html. But I always have said it's not necessary to listen or to even participate in any of my programs. But it's definitely worth it if you feel that the content you're getting is worth something to you. The content is free to enjoy, but if you want to say thanks and you want to donate, you are welcome to donate any amount you wish. And if you want to make a credit card donation for a particular amount that is not listed on my site, then you can contact me and I will send you a link for that amount so you can contently donate and do it securely. With that being said, this is very, very important, and I will leave those particular aspects of how things will run for throwback. But this is an important things to ponder message, if you will, and we will move along with the podcast across the Jared Reimer Radio Network. And when this plays on Throwback, we will be going live. Thanks for listening and make it a great day. Welcome back to the program. I am Jared Reimer. Nicholas Jackson. Yeah. Welcome back to the program. Awesome. Hope you enjoyed the 18-minute diatribe on... Oh, wait. What do we call audio that's supposed to be 5 to 10 minutes and we go on an 18 to 20, 25-minute uh, diatribe? Mm. I mean, all I can think of is really an extended diatribe. <laughs> An extended diatribe. <laughs> okay. HHS. By the way, I titled the podcast The Security Box Podcast 173. 
HHS only gets involved when it's ransomware. Um... But then I titled the segment, HHS not doing enough to protect our data only goes after ransomware. Mm -mm. Which was better? Um, I would say HHS not doing enough to protect our data. Okay. Well, both have their yeah their place, I think, just because they're not doing anything except going after ransomware. Right. And while that is valid, their approach is a little questionable. We actually take a good the the press release portion of this data breach article, and I I did fix as I said earlier. Uh, the Braille, it wasn't necessarily a Braille 2000 thing, it was well, I found out Braille 2000 was working correctly, thank god mm-hmm. I thought I found another bug um, yeah what did you think of that article from Data Breaches, normally we don't usually use them as our source because their articles are similar to ours where they link to other resources yeah. and they sort of highlight things but what did you think of this Well, I thought that maybe, and this is the reason that I selected it, maybe, just maybe, and maybe I am holding out too much hope, maybe this is a trend in the right direction. Yes, I know, it's one particular group that received this fine, but... Maybe it's a trend in the right direction? I don't know. Maybe I want to think so? And I wanted to hope so. Right. Because maybe this means that this will be the first of multiple press releases like this in 2024. We should do a segment on what we think is going to happen in the le- Oh, it's going to be awful next year. I can already feel it already. I, can I don't have too. to read Trend Micro's uh, what's coming in 2024 report to know that already. I can too. Poor Preston, who's the youngest in the group, uh, is... <laughs> I mean, we were talking last night after the show, and it was like, uh, I'm starting to understand this, but this is scary. Yeah. Now, where are you age-wise in the group, and what do you think about what's been going on? You haven't been following this for very long. I think I'm more on the high end, like the older end. But yeah, I mean, the more I'm seeing, unfortunately, part of me is also saying, I'm not surprised given 
just how similarly some of these trajectories of stories end up going. It's like it's there's in a lot of cases it's a similar script, sad to say. You no know, one little vulnerability or something that wasn't patched that really should have been, or maybe a mistake that an employee made. And then what do we hear? Massive data breach at insert company name here. Which is why I didn't do podcasts much in 2017. I think I only did a half a dozen, which is why we're still only in the 370s. Right. Because I used to do it every week, just like right. this one. Right. Because that was all I was seeing was data breach here, data breach there. Uh, yeah. This company, that company. Ah! Oh, another one. <laughs> My feeds were full of it. Yeah. <sighs> so let's talk about this and let's see uh, what people think. And uh, remember that this, again, will be the last major taping of the program. And if we do decide to do another live taping, we'll go through social media channels and the listeners list of our flagship station, 98.6 The Mix. And uh, you'll be told what's going on. All right. The HHS group doesn't seem to be doing enough. They punish a group because of a ransomware attack, but yet we have all these other breaches that are unchecked with no oversight, I write. The article is titled, HHS announces its first settlement in a ransomware case, Doctors Management Services, and was one of their interesting pieces where it's more of a press release and links to more info from HHS. They write that this is a press release and they take from it. For clarity, I write, we'll give you the entire piece and we'll take, uh, we'll talk about it since it isn't that long. And it's not technically no. that long, but it is a couple of pages. Yeah. So. But it's not technically long. I mean, even reading it takes a few minutes. Right. Today, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, Office for Civil Rights, OCR, announced a settlement under the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act HIPPA this is HIPAA HIPAA AA yep with doctors management services a Massachusetts medical management company that provides a variety of services including medical billing and 
pair uh, what is this uh, credentialing meaning that you set yourself up as a payer and mm-hmm. they allow you to use their services as a, as a biller similar to Stripe or yeah you know fresh books or you know like an invoicing type thing right the HIPAA privacy, security, and breach notification rules set forth the requirements that HIPAA uh, uh, regulated entities must follow to protect the privacy and security of health information. But again, this isn't me reading. I'm talking now. Where is the enforcement? Because we've had so many health places that have been breached. Yep. And I used to be in contact with a guy that I worked with at one hospital. And he, I, I would say, hey, did you get my email about this, that, or the other? He's like, man. And I'm like, well, send it over to your people because uh, I don't want to see you all get breached. No. You know, you all are trying. And I'll, I want to see you guys around. And so. The $100,000 settlement resolves a large breach report requiring a ransomware attack that affected the electronic protected health information of 206,695 individuals. Not enough. Not enough. Shouldn't be $100,000 for that. No. We pay you more than that. I bet you doctors get more than that for $206,000. At least. $206,000 patients. At least. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Ransomware is a type of malware in parentheses, malicious software, close parentheses, uh, designed to deny access to a user's data, usually by encrypting the data with a key known only to the hacker who deployed the malware until a ransom is paid. Of course, ransomware goes way back further than a piece of software. If you actually you know, listen to some of the old-time radio programs like Dragnet and, you know, some of these other crime-specific mm-hmm. programs. Um, mm-hmm. There have been people taken for ransom. Yep. And, uh, you know, police departments have set aside, you know, 
some amount of money for cases like that where they can, you know, pretend to, you know, have somebody pretend to be whoever with the money. Yep. And um, hopefully try and get them out of there alive. Even if the actors don't get the money, the fact is, is they have that available. Right. Um, Or at least they used to. I don't know if, uh, unless it was only for those particular shows, but at least that's how they portrayed it anyway. So I don't, I don't want to say that's the case, but I believe from, because I, I believe Dragnet was more of a reality cop type show than, others I'm not saying cops was bad but they made it portray like you solved the crime in 30 minutes when Dragnet actually tells you that time passed and so that's why I I would like to believe more of Dragnet than something like NCIS and others because they don't actually tell you that that time passed and I, I don't like that Okay, now that I'm done with my my uh, <laughs> TV and radio episode diatribe, <laughs> um, okay, this marks the first ransomware agreement OCR has reached. Wait, there was a ransomware agreement. Uh, wait, I I don't understand that. Uh, then they skip a bunch of stuff because there there was an ellipsis in brackets. Then they write on April twenty second, two thousand nineteen, Management Services filed a breach report with HHS stating that in approx- that approximately two hundred six thousand six hundred ninety five individuals were affected when their network server was infected with GAN with uh, GANCRAB ransomware. We talked about GANCRAB before. Uh, it's now probably not known as GANCRAB. It's probably now uh, Avira, which was talked about several weeks ago. I mean, not Avira, Akira, excuse me. Yeah, I was going to say... My mistake. Sorry. Sorry. There's too many names. Yeah, there really are. Of these guys. Yes, Avira, I think, used to be an antivirus program. I believe you're right. Uh, The initial... Unauthorized access to the network occurred on April 1st, 2017. However, Doctors Management Services did not detect the intrusion until December 24th, 2018, after ransomware was used to encrypt their files. First of all, some stupid fuck clicked on a link 
Because that's the yeah. only way that gets into your network. Yeah. How do you not know you did that? I don't buy that shit anymore. Oh, we didn't know it was there, you know, this long. Well, somebody had to have known. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. In April 2019, OCR began its investigation. OCR's investigation found evidence of potential failures by doctors' management services to have in place an analysis to determine the potential risks and vulnerabilities to electronic protected health information across the organization. At least I know where all of my personal crap is. Right. All my personal crap including all of Menvy's applications from 2009 to the present, are in Dropbox. I've made that public. I don't have anything to hide. You know, uh, unless you can get into my account or into Dropbox to figure out where where it is, uh, you can't get it anyway. So it doesn't hurt to say it's in Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Other findings included insufficient monitoring of its health information systems activity to protect against a cyber attack and a lack of policies and procedures in place to implement the requirements of the HIPAA security rule to protect the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of electronic protected health information. Uh, really? Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. I think I found the perfect so- the sound now. I think you did. I appreciate that. terms of the sub, uh, of the settlement agreement OCR will monitor doctors management services for 3 years to ensure compliance with HIPAA In addition doctors management services has agreed to pay $100,000 to OCR and to implement a corrective action plan I uh, identifies steps that doctors' management services will take to resolve potential violations of the HIPAA privacy and security rules that protect 
the security of electronic protected health information, including review and upgrade, uh, I'm sorry, update its risk analysis to identify the potential risks and vulnerabilities to doctors' management services data to protect the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of electronic protected health and information. Updates its enterprise-wide risk management plan, in parentheses, strategy to to protect the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of EFI, close parentheses, that's E-capital-P-H-I, the uh, uh, P-H-I is in all caps, to address and mitigate any security risks and vulnerabilities found, uh, found, uh, uh, found in the updated uh, risk analysis uh, review and revise if necessary its written policies and procedures to comply with the privacy and security rules provide workforce training on HIPAA policies and procedures sure when they don't even follow it how are you going to train your people on it when you can't even follow it to begin with seriously no 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 no. that's not what I wanted to uh oh do All right, folks, uh, I hit the wrong button here. Uh, okay. I hit the wrong button. I didn't want to listen to anything. Uh, am I still here? Yes. All right, that was weird. Like, I hit a button because I wanted to play. That <laughs> last list item, and it it turned into this whole conversation thing that I didn't want to play. So, welcome to technical difficulties. But anyway, it is what it is. Um. Okay, so I ask, what do you think? Is this enough? So go. What do you think? Is it enough? Honestly, honestly, I don't think this is enough. I think this is too little too late. I think this is, I hate to say it, but kind of a PR move on both parties' parts. Um, HHS... Because they can say, look, we're doing something. And 
doctors management services can say you know their hope is they can say see look we got caught but now we're going to make it better we're going to correct this <laughs> all right fair enough they got caught but what about the rest of the breaches we've covered in the last three years since covid well that's why i'm saying especially um, since covid yeah, it seems like it's gotten worse. And it's frustrating because it feeds into, again, that first Things to Ponder article. People will say, and they have this training at a lot of organizations, some maybe better than others, but they're supposedly trained to recognize, oh, this is a phishing email, you don't click on this, you don't click this link, yet we still have people most likely clicking these links and it's one thing to click a link it's one thing to act upon it unless that link it leads directly to the malicious content which Um, more of them do which is why we have talked time and time again and I can't be more proud of my useless guide because Android just absolutely sucks. Oops. Yeah. I mean, I love my guide. Don't I, I that should have been done a long time ago, but The fact is, is if you don't, if you can't even check your link to see where it would go, and you'd be like, wait, uh, you're saying that I'm supposed to pay this invoice or whatever they're touting at you, but it's going to some who knows where the hell dot example dot info. Or dot, you know, XYZ or dot click or. (laughs) Dot top. Yes. Ooh, I love my dot shop. I should go by Jared Reimer dot shop. Oh, I know. Come from Jackson Channel. Um, no scam. Come from Jackson Channel. No scam. Sorry. Yeah, mom. Um. Right. Okay. Bye. You, that sounds like you might need to be, it might be time to almost wrap this up anyway, but go ahead, please. Um, I, like I said, I'm just not sure that this was enough. I mean, okay, it might have looked good to somebody seeing this on the surface, you know, on the surface, somebody reading this would say, hey, that's good, they're getting punished the way they should. But, yeah, it doesn't seem like people are learning, sad to say. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. I think they lose. Yeah, I think they do. I just don't like... I mean, I like the article. Mm-hmm. But when I thought, oh, we're covering data breaches... Well, okay, let me correct the record and say data breaches is similar to us. They find stuff, they write practically every day and report a bunch of breaches. They are a resource. And uh, I think Brian Krebs was the one that recommended them, I think. I don't remember. but So they are good. This is not about them. No. That's not about them. <coughs> it's about doing what's right. Yeah. OCR should have been finding every single hospital in the last three years since COVID. We yeah. should have never lost two patients because of ransomware. Mind you, none of them happened inside the United States. Both were outside the United States, but that's beyond the point. Yeah, the fact that it happened at all. One died because they had to be transferred 70 additional miles And I don't remember how the other one died. Maybe it was during care and ransomware hit them and they couldn't deal. I don't remember now, but you could you could search that on our blog. We documented that. Mm-hmm. So why haven't these guys gotten owned, but yet this small medical billing company who made a mistake get fined. Yeah. A billing company. This sounds to me like a billing company. Yeah, I think you're right. To me. They have as much data on us than the doctor's offices and the hospitals already. Yeah. Oh, here I go. I'm starting a diatribe. Cut Uh me off if it's time to go. Uh Uh-oh. If I went to search for AVG and got bit 20 years ago, let's say, 
And then I continued to search for pieces of software I wanted and continued to get bit. Do you think it would be appropriate for me to run a show like this? I don't know about that. I'm using that analogy because this is what it feels like to me. <clears throat> your doctor's office, your, you know, you know, your pharmacy, that whole that whole ordeal. Mhm. Have to keep your files as safe as possible, even though it's electronic nowadays. Yep. They should be at the highest standards as I should be hosting a show like TSB. I went back on one of the phone lines and somebody started trashing me and telling me to go back to Livewire and they were trashing what they didn't understand what TSB was for. Although I said that this was the box for the security box and you know other of my programs. And they're like, you don't secure anything. Well, I must be doing a fucking good job because I haven't gotten owned yet. I run almost 20 different websites on the same network all of them do various things one of them recently had a spam attack that I ended up having to deal with because I didn't understand what was going on and there was a, a language barrier anyhow but I got to the bottom of it and we haven't had a problem since so I must be doing something right If I haven't learned from my past mistakes, <clears throat> whether if it was a criminal charge of any kind or making a mistake because I searched for something because I didn't know the website and I thought I found the right thing, then how do we expect people to learn from their mistakes if they click a link and they're like, oh, uh... You know, as soon as the computer started doing something that they didn't expect, they should be calling IT and going, hey, uh, I clicked on something because I thought it was a legitimate thing and my computer just... whatever. It might not be so bad. A part of this is common sense. Um, so, I think that's the end of my diatribe. It, you know, if I don't learn, then why am I here? If the hospitals and the people that work for them can't learn what is the uh, what is the point 
Sure, it hasn't been the same one every time. But nobody seems to be reading what's happening. It seems to be a bunch of these other places that don't uh, that don't have any idea that anybody else has gotten known because they don't read the tech news or if it's big enough they don't watch the news and in in all fairness I don't watch the news either because it is pretty depressing but I do happen to go and look to determine if there's something of value that I need to be aware about so I do at least go and look at least I try to Uh, all right. I think that's it. Um, I'm not going to... I think I'm going to end my tirade. I think Nick uh, has disappeared. Let me know what you think. You know, maybe I'm just way off, but... I want to know what you all think. And I'm sorry for the technical issue just a little while ago, right after we were done reading the show notes. It happens. Email iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. I hope that each and every one of you has enjoyed the series as well as as I have bringing it to you. We will figure out whether this is the official last podcast or whether we are going to start again in 2024 the podcast series for this year starts on podcast 125 and of course this is program 173 podcast 125 was uh I went too fast. TSB was issued 2023-0104 and we are scheduled to return back to the airwaves on 2024-0103.
the last program last year was 2013 uh, uh, 2-12-14 and the last scheduled program as far as I know will be 2023 oh, 1-13 I mean 12-13 oh, uh, that's kind of funny isn't it like it's kind of ending around the same time. Now, as I stated, if we have any other podcasts, we'll let you know through social media. You can follow me at J-R-I-M-E-R 2023 at social. You can follow The Mix at 986themix at social, Or subscribe to our listeners list at listeners dash subscribe at 986themix.com and of course don't forget the security box email list at the security box dash subscribe at 986themix.com where we will let you know if there will be any other podcasts Mr. J please any final thoughts If you are available, I am not hearing anything. I'll give him a minute to come back and uh, let us know if he would like to say something. I'm not hearing anything from Nick. So I'll assume that he is out of the office, so to speak. And if there's anything we're missing, uh, he's more than welcome to come back and let us know. Next time. Well, for all of us here at TSB, I'd like to thank you for joining me on this voyage. And we did have two A podcasts where we put out supplemental content. But uh, for the most part, we have uh, done one podcast a week and we took Thanksgiving off and we're gonna we're looking to take the Thanksgiving the Christmas break off and we might have another one. We'll see. 
for all of us here at TSB, we'll catch everybody next time. Please stay tuned now for file number two. Very interesting email on domain. And of course, you can let us know what you think. And after that 21 minute file, you will have our closing material, including thanking our uh, folks who rebroadcast this uh, show. And we'll play a couple of tracks from across the independent landscape. It looks like I have email I must attend to in regards to, to tomorrow. So I need to get a move on so I can be caught up and be notified of what's going on as responses were also made. So I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. And unless we have another episode, please enjoy the break and we'll see you on January 3rd. Until then, thanks so much for listening. Make it a great day. to take the recording I did for the iMessage group that I'm in but the recording itself while good is kind of interesting when exported so this is a very interesting one and maybe somebody could fall for this now, <coughs> I know that this would sound kind of interesting to you. So let's get right in to the story. On December 10th, 2023, I got an email and the sender was interesting because it said expiration reminder ATTN Jared Reimer and I thought you know maybe it is to remind me that the domain in question, in this case, Menvi, the music education network for the vision impaired, was going to be 
renewed soon. And if I wanted to take care of it before the auto renewal, I can. But then I remembered that it doesn't quite work that way. It won't send you an email reminding you. It'll try and build the domain or in one case, which is what happened with jaredreimer.com, just sent the reminders that it was going to expire on X day from the time of email. So, with that out of the way, we turn now to the name on the email. It says, menv.org service. Well, first of all, when you get an email from the Music Education Network for the Visually Impaired, you're going to have somebody's name. So, that's that was kind of interesting. So the domain that the email came from was VIP Domain Design dot com, a completely separate domain than the one that actually wanted me to take action. And we'll talk about that particular domain a little bit later in this talk. So, now, let's talk about the body of the email. It's in HTML. So, the whole email was written in HTML. And it says, Expiration Notification. This notice is to inform you that your outstanding invoice number... And it gives a very interesting letter combination invoice number. Is overdue. Really? It's overdue. Now, I think I had one overdue invoice at a company, but get a load of this. It says menv.org expired on 10 December 2023, is suspended. Now, your first question would be, oh, I've got to take care of this, right? I can just see people shaking their head, take care of it. You know, you don't want to lose your domain. But relax a minute, okay? I did not buy the domain on the 10th of December. I bought it in January 
and anybody who knows how to do a who is lookup can find out the exact date. So I still have time before I would even get a 30 day notice. I'm still over 30 days from expiration. The registrant currently on record is Jared Reimer. Now, that is correct. Now, we'll talk about the webpage in a little bit. There's a link to renewmenv.org. And that's all well and good. This is a similar to what happened with jaredreimer.com where I did get um, an email telling me that the domain was uh, uh, you know suspended and that uh, it was going to be in redemption and, and you know so forth. I don't remember the exact way that email was, but it was you know it it, it had my name on it. And it was clearly, and I are, and I had known, and when I went to go take care of it, uh, the price was astronomical, and I don't pay those high prices. But technically, that was my own fault because of the way that particular registrar worked. Now, let's continue on the email because it says expiration 10 December 2023. And then it, 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 and then they're smart, right? They have a legal disclaimer in their email. First of all, when you look at the Who Is Registry, it will talk about how the time is in universal coordinated time or UTC um, and um, the email here doesn't so the legal disclaimer we cannot be held legally accountable for any claims damages or suffering that you may occur because of the cancellation of medv.org any sub such damages may potentially include, but are not exclusively limited to, fiduciary losses, losses of backup copies, loss results in search rankings, appointments, deliverable email, and any other business service or technical damage that you may occur so this is interesting lost data without backup copies is, is what it says for more information please contact Sullivan uh, 
11.7.G of our user agreement. Notice, this is the final notification that we are legally required to send out in reference to the expiration of menv.org. And then a link again to secure online renewal. Then, they're smart. Unable to click the link? They provide me a link. And then they claim all web services will be restored automatically on menvi.org on receipt of payment. We thank you for your cooperation and your business. Final notice sent on December 10th, 2023. And then they have the typical signature about the content of the email being that to the recipient. And if you're not the recipient, then you are to delete the email. The contents of this email are strictly confidential. Really? First of all, let me correct a few things. First of all, you have my name correct. You have old information on me, although you may have pulled that from from a while back. I'm going to have to check Menvi's registration data. Last I got an email on it, it was correct, but I'm going to have to go look. But anyway, long story short, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. This email is very convincing, except for one thing. When a domain is suspended or expired, there's no email getting to that domain. So they emailed looking to get information out of me. It's very, very clear. It is absolutely very clear. And in fact, uh, I can still access the uh, domain today, even though I haven't at the time of this recording downloaded email. Now let's talk about the domain. There are a few things wrong with this domain and you can technically go there. It's not going to harm you. The URL is clearingcookies.com Again, clearing, as in, I made a clearing for you. Cookies, as in, I want chocolate chip cookies. Dot com. Now, the email is a link to the P 
page with the invoice number. And it has some very interesting characteristics to what's there. And I have a hunch that it's probably going to time out because I've I filed a report which I'll talk about uh, how I found the information to do that. So I think this domain might have just been taken care of. And of course, they cannot tell you if you file a, an abuse report without a court order. They can't tell you what they've done. But I've gone over there. Yep, it cannot be loaded. So, I have a hunch that uh, this domain is bye-bye. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, but anyway, I'll explain... I'll explain what happened. So... It had an about page, it had a contact us page, and a few other pages. And it also went into details about what one would have to pay. It asked how many years I wanted to renew the domain. And it allowed me to change the details of what was in the edit box. It had my old address just a mile and change away from where I am now. <coughs> so... I'm like, okay, this is kind of interesting. There was a link to proceed. There was information about the, you know, this supposed registrar. And it had an address in Oregon. And of course, a phone number. And the about talked about how they were willing to serve you and, you know, provide you services and this, that, and the other. And the contact, as I said, had an address in Oregon and a, a 540 phone number, which was 123 Now, I'm sitting here doing my due diligence going, this is weird. I know who my registrar 
is from Envy, who it once belonged to when I bought Menvi back in 2005. And this is just absolutely weird. Well, I guess they've done their investigation based on my forwarding of the email to the company. And I found this through the who is contact. Now, a lot has changed with who is since the GDPR came into place. And I will be talking about this in a future uh, in, in a future talk for things to ponder on another podcast next year. But suffice it to say that they still have abuse contact info and and, uh, and uh, things of that nature. And when you look me up, you get the general sense that I'm in California, but the rest of the information is redacted. But if you're a company, um, and I'm not going to tell you who the abuse went to, um, it had a phone number and an email address, and I used it. So that was something else. So, I want to know something. Would you actually have gotten bit by something like this? Because one of the things that caught my attention was that for one year, the price was $78. And then they had other options that now I can't access as part of this recording <clears throat> that you don't see in registration details. So, you tell me. I know that this is going to be another extended things to ponder, but... This is very important, and I'll end here. For the Security Box, I'm Jared Reimer. Let me know what you think. Thank you so much for listening to the program, everybody. We will be back next time. 
for another edition of the program. We're going to play a few Christmas tracks from Polanski. And uh, some you may know, some you may not. And I'll see you all in 2024, unless otherwise noted. Thank you for listening to The Security Box. This is Jared Reimer. We hope you enjoyed today's program. And we hope to see you again on another edition of the program next time. We would like to thank the following affiliates for airing our program. The main network, 98.6 The Mix, on the independent channel, Blue Streak Radio, and International Friends Radio Network. If you are airing our program and your network is not listed here, and you would like us to give you credit for airing our program, please contact me I would like to do my best to make sure that all affiliates get credit for airing the program please feel free to contact me using the contact information given during the program it is open to all listeners no matter what network you're listening on. Now, stay tuned for a few tracks on the independent artist side and a couple of closing tracks that I play at the end of the show. See you next week. And thanks again for listening.
there's just one thing I need I don't care about those presents Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true You know that all I want for Christmas is you I won't ask for much this Christmas I won't even wish for snow No, I'm just gonna keep on waiting Underneath the mistletoe There's no sense in hanging stockings There upon the fireplace goes Santa, he won't make me happy With a toy on Christmas Day I just want you here tonight Holding on to me so tight Girl, what can I do? You know that all I want for Christmas is you Christmas, this is all I'm asking for. No, I just want to see my baby standing right outside my door. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true, you know that all I want for Christmas is you.
Another one.